cafe. Anyway, it's Mike. How are we today? Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to FF episode 2575, 2575. And Mike Matthews at Cafe Anyway Somewhere. Mike's Daily Podcast. In Podcastro Valley, where we're gonna get hit by another thing of water coming down. It's gonna sing. We're gonna sing in the rain. Yeah, with that atmospheric reservoir river thing. It's raining on our heads. Mike's Daily Podcast. Atmospheric River number 12, last I counted. So that's what we're gonna get in Podcast Valley. Mike's Cafe Anyway. Daily. The last place on earth. Podcast. So perhaps we'll get a little bit of. Yeah! Rain on the roof A cafe anyway Looking forward to that I've Plugged up as many holes As I can A cafe anyway Plug them up With All those little Mailers That I get to my house Where people go Hey Mike Do you want to sell your house? I can give you A really good cash deal And I'm gonna mail it to you Right now Oh by the way Here's a picture of your house In case you forgot What your house looked like I sent you a picture Thank you. Thank you. No, I don't want to sell to you. I'm going to stay living in my house. Thank you. Just, uh, but, you know, thanks for the concern. It's Mike Matthews here at Cafe Anyway, somewhere in Podcast Valley. I announced myself several times so that you will remember who I am because I am not a popular person. I am not well known. No one knows who I am. I kind of like that, but that's still not a good way to promote your podcast. So I have decided that I say my name sometimes on the show and that I talk about interesting things that you maybe didn't know. Like one thing that happened during the Academy Awards. Now, I didn't watch it. Thankfully, my lovely lady friend doesn't force me to watch it. I have known some people that have to watch it every single year, even though it's three over three hours long and annoying. And it's been that way. It's been that way forever, but the podcast picture is not of me at the Academy Awards because I was not there. It is of a beautiful picture from yesterday. Anyway, cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. It is a picture from somewhere in Podcastro Valley. This person, whoever they are, has put some amazing, amazing collection of succulents in the front part of their yard and looks very nice and the colors were so beautiful and then the rain clouds in the background so I put it there at mikesdailypodcast.com you can see it there and also you can see the late great Basil the Boxer at mikesdailypodcast.com he graces us every podcast saying Mike get to the get to the point (laughs) get to the point Twitter is divided over Hugh Grant's awkward Oscars interview. What? I did not even see it. If you don't want to be there, go home, is what they say. Some people found his sardonic approach darn funny, while others thought he was just being a not-so-good person. A type of bag, if you will. A lot of moments from the 95th Annual Academy Awards had the internet talking. 
<laughs> cocaine bear taking the stage, for example, but perhaps none generated more discussion than Hugh Grant's awkward interview with Ashley Graham. At one point, Graham confuses Grant's re- reference to satirical novel Vanity Fair with the Oscar after party hosted by the magazine of the same name. Later, she asks him what it was like to be in Glass Onion, to which Grant replies, well, I'm barely in it. <clears throat> no, this is, how you, this is how you do Hugh Grant. Well, yes, of course, but I'm, 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 barely, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Eesh. Come on, Hugh, start dancing to a Pointer Sister song. Like you did in Love Actually. Uh, oh, what? Nah, there's no way I'm going to be able to find this on my own at this point. Off the cuff. Uh, let's see. Hugh, his Hugh Grant. So you know, Hugh Grant is the narrator to that movie. If you've ever seen it. You probably... Everybody's seen it by now, haven't they? <laughs> It was uh, Richard Curtis wrote it, directed it. Uh, he's an amazing author. There's there's that scene with Emily Thompson. Emily Thompson, Emma Thompson, and she's crying because she knows that uh, the uh, Alan Rickman is cheating on her. Alan Rickman. And there's a, all that sadness going on, and she at the both sides now. Song is playing by uh, Joan Joni Mitchell, and she starts to cry because she realizes that it. Anyway, cafe. Anyway, he has this great speech in there. I I can't find it off the top. Shoot, I need a I need a script. The front panel will close automatically. Please remain but seated. The, the there used to be this website you could go to where you could look up. Scripts, and I don't know what it is now. It existed, I know, in the in the O's, because I'm like I, I since I can't watch the movie because I don't I'm not going to go to the video store to rent it because video stores existed at that point. They will be our only source of contact. And now when I oh top twenty five love actually quotes. At Christmas, you tell the truth. Once you have passed beyond the limits... That was the... Oh, that's right. ...of normal... Magnification. At Christmas, you tell the truth. Because that was that card. The guy that later was in... The zombie show. Magnification. With the cards. To me, you are perfect. Magnification. Yeah, all those. Oh, there was one more than one lobster present at the birth of Jesus. As we go outside a cafe anyway, where you bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Anyway. The last place on earth. We may be a small country, but we're a great one too. The country of Shakespeare, Churchill, the Beatles, Sean Connery, Harry Potter, David Beckham's right foot, David Beckham's left foot come to that. Yes, he played the prime minister. That's right. As if that would ever happen. Actually, it could ever happen at some point, I'm sure. Often, it's not particularly dignified or newsworthy, but it's always there. Fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, husbands and wives, 
boyfriends, girlfriends, old friends. When the planes hit the Twin Towers, as far as I know, none of the phone calls from the people on board were messages of hate or revenge. They were all messages of love. If you look for it, I've got a sneaky feeling you'll find that love actually is all around. Love is all around. I know it's though it's true. I know but when did it do? There's no beginning, there is no end. And this my love, you can depend, yeah. Which is interesting because Richard Curtis also had Hugh Grant in the movie Three Weddings and a Funeral. He wrote that. And there was the song that was a big hit that wet, wet, wet. Yes, there's three wets in that. They covered that song, Love is All Around. And had a minor hit here in America. I know it was huge in England. They, they covered the Trogs, wasn't it? The Trogs that did it originally. And then there's the whole story of Billy Mack taking the song and saying Christmas is all around. Thank you, Parade.com, for helping me out there. Last minute, off top of my head, stuttering like a fool. So Hugh Grant and Ashley Graham's Red Carpet Exchange... About Vanity Affair He was talking about the 19, uh, 1848 novel About the shadows, Shallow Society She thought he was referring to The 2023 magazine after party Is my favorite Oscars moment of all time Hugh Grant This is another Twitter tweet Hugh Grant is such a jerk At hashtag Oscar She was promoting him And his work And in response Grant was rude and dismissive Like it's hard being rich and famous Okay Well at some point That's all that there is To the Academy Awards Is just the, the red carpet And people dealing with that And that's the big news From the Academy Awards now, the other big news, well, this is the biggest news, of course, is Silicon Valley Bank and all of that that happened. And the Federal Reserve is partially to blame, say many. They raised the interest rate 17,000% last year. What? Yes, that's what they say. The Federal Reserve raised interest rates 17,000% last year. And finally, Broke the bank That being Silicon Valley Bank And the Signature Bank in New York Who failed to manage Higher rate risks In a world of managed risk And so it was to their undoing Silicon Valley Bank catered to the startup crowd Very prevalent here In the Bay Area In the Silicon Valley The tech industry Banking Nearly half of U.S. venture capital-backed tech and life sciences companies. Nearly half. Wow. It grew to roughly $210 billion in assets by the end of last year. 16th largest U.S. bank assets-wise. FDIC insurance only protects $250,000 per account. But that changed today. They announced that 
All of the uh, depositors would be insured no matter what they invested in the bank, what they deposited in the bank, I should say, not invested, but they're going to get their money back. 88% of the bank's $173 billion in deposits were uninsured, but apparently that's going to be taken care of. Although I've heard experts say this is not a bailout. So don't know exactly what that means. I'm not an expert in this whole field, but that's what I keep hearing today in news. On Thursday afternoon, last week, some of the technology industry's most high-profile venture capitalists advised clients to move their assets away from Silicon Valley Bank, including Peter Thiel's Founders Fund. Very prevalent person in Silicon Valley and the tech industry. On Friday, Silicon Bank, Silicon Valley Bank experienced $42 billion, $42 billion in withdrawals at the close of business. A run on the bank, which is roughly 25% of the bank's $161 billion in deposits. Startup founders and tech executives were already rattled by the collapse of a crypto exchange, FTX, and the shutdown of crypto-focused bank Silvergate, which just happened. Now, uh, two years ago, Silicon Valley business executives had a good problem via a crush of deposits from startups who had raised large funding rounds and needed a safe place to park the cash. Silicon Valley Bank couldn't lend out the money fast enough to keep up with the deposits. They bet big on mortgage-backed securities, locking in more than $80 billion at an average yield of 1.56%. The Federal Reserve hikes rates aggressively, as I mentioned earlier, the 17,000% terrain and inflation why they were doing that So government bonds Ended up jumping And the market value Of Silicon Valley Bank's mortgage bonds Plummeted Part of the problem Of why all this happened The company's Chief risk officer Stepped down A year ago Almost a year ago In April And the position Was not filled Until January Of this year Maybe why it failed. The downfall of Silicon Valley Bank shows that the Fed broke something in the economy, say experts, and other things could break with more rate heights, more rate rate hikes, and so that is why everybody is screaming, "Stop it, Jerome Powell! Stop raising interest rates!" However, this bad news with these banks may be good news for Wall Street. Big banks will be the big winners as they're safer and now marketing to startups. That idea. So big banks where they were not getting to be involved with the growth that these startups were experiencing. Now they will get to because they're, they're going to be seen as the safe ones. The Fed might be done tightening or at last closer as they might need to to wait and see. And this might be the end of the Fed's Raising of interest rates Which we've been hoping for For a while Well Have we? Haven't we? It sounds like we have The majority of us have anyway Listening to People who invest And People who are worried about Interest rates getting too high However 
If you have a bank account now, you're getting that interest. You're getting a nice, you're getting paid by your bank. If you have an interest bearing account, you're getting some money back from your bank. <laughs> Hopefully you'll get your money back, back from Silicon Valley Bank. It looks like you will though. But now consumers and startups are going to have fewer options with people like uh, SVB and Signature Bank on. Did you know, and this is the final bit of repercussions involving Silicon Valley Bank, that wineries were heavily involved in Silicon Valley Bank. It wasn't just smart, small tech startups. Silicon Valley Bank turned out to be a big lender to wineries. We have a lot of wineries in the Bay Area. As you know, we got Napa Valley north of us. We got Livermore to the east has a bunch of wineries and just wineries everywhere around here. They loaned out, Silicon Valley Bank loaned out $4 billion to the winery industry over the past 30 years. And then there's Etsy. Yes, Etsy has already told people on the website that get money from Etsy for the goods that they sell, like you, Cottage Fairy, which I know you listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. If you did listen to, if you do listen to this podcast, may I say this? Cottage Fairy. I know your whole deal is you're whispering to the camera and, oh, look, the snow is falling outside of my little cottage. Oh, I'm so young and so optimistic and I just got married and soon I'll be pregnant and I'll be bringing babies into the world and I will make all of their clothes. And I'm sort of, I'm, I'm sort of this type of uh, Martha Stewart, but like a really young, hip, new version that's a, that's a, you know, a, just barely a Gen Zer. That I'm going to do this and that, and I've got the whole world at my feet. Oh, look at all! Look at my cute little bunny hopping by. But you can talk at a normal volume, for gosh sakes! Come on, stop with that whispering thing. Oh, but it's that that thing that people like to that makes the the SMR or whatever it is that makes you fall asleep. Ah. <sighs> Hi guys. So Silicon Valley Bank turned out to be a big lender to all of those and Etsy. And Etsy said that they're going to delay payments to the people on their platform that make money off of them because they were using Silicon Valley Bank. But seller, sellers say they're shutting down their stores until the platform clears up any risk of non-payment. And Roku had nearly half a billion dollars in deposits in the bank when it failed. At least one Silicon Valley Bank customer is having fun with it. There's the toy store called Camp. They had cash at that bank and they ran a 40% off sale with the promo code BANKRUN. It's a run on the bank. Um, Clarence! Mr. Potter is going to take all the money away from us all. At the bank, he's shutting down the bank. And then there's the Buffalo Wild Wings. They're getting sued over the claim that their boneless wings aren't really wings. Yes, a Chicago man is suing the popular chain for false advertising, claiming its boneless wings aren't really wings at all. He says that he purchased the boneless wings in January only to discover that they were in fact composed of chicken breast. 
Unbeknown to the plaintiff and other consumers, the products are not wings at all, but instead slices of chicken breast meat, deep fried wing like wings. And indeed, the products are more akin in composition to a chicken nugget rather than a chicken wing. Oh, who cares? They're so delicious anyway. If you don't, if you actually thought those were wings, you probably don't care. Either way, you're just happy it's delicious. You don't care that you're ingesting all that fat, all that horrible stuff into your body, clogging up your arteries. I understand. I know. Make sure to eat that carrot and that celery stick, though, before you wash it all down with the ranch dressing. So at least you'll get something healthy in your system. Yes, it is a wonderful life. And uh, the... I was trying to do a little bit of Jimmy Stewart, but Mr. Potter, gosh, Lionel Barrymore. I'm going to close down the bank, see? It's going to be closed down. So you get this ass. Hey, we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley. Look who's here. Hello, Michael Marsh. It's Madame Rudebeck. I'm very excited about that atmospheric river coming in. Ooh. You are? You like rain? Yes. You like umbrellas? Yes. You like the Eurythmics? No. Well, they, they sing about the rain. Here comes the rain again, which has been so true in California. Look who else is here. Hello, Dave, Mike. This is Valentino the Bertigating. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we heard that you were talking about my cooking the other day when I cook in the parking attendant booth day. Yeah, parking attendant booth. Do you know that? Yes. And you were making chicken wings. They were so delicious. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, they're not good for you, and they're actually frog legs. Oh, that's so sad. Frog legs! Do you know that? Wow. There is a, a big thing this time of year where, I forget it, where it is in the country, but they have like a frog eating contest. I don't know. That's, that's very antithetical to what we do here. Near uh, near us, just east of us, they have the frog jumping competition that Mark Twain wrote about in the Mother Load. But whatever, I've never had frog legs, and that's probably a good thing. I'm I'm not gonna have frog wings or chicken wings or frog legs or chicken legs or anything. But next time I go to Costco and I get that Costco chicken, which the the guy from uh, Netflix who hates the, the cooking guy. Um, he he hates, absolutely hates that type of, he, um, he hates the Costco chicken. David Chang, that's right, hates it. Next show, it's going to be the wonderful Shelly Shoe Heart, Floyd the Floor Man. Yeah, watch how you say it. And... The wonderful uh, F- Floyd the Floor Man. Oh, and the John Deere the Engineer. That's right. Uh, well, what do you think about anything we covered today? You can call me at 510-228-4640 and leave a message at the Cafe Anyway line. 510-228-4640. Going to be hit by a lot of rain tonight. Don't know if I'll be doing a podcast tomorrow. But if not, uh, just... Be patient. We'll hopefully get a new one to you soon. And be patient, be safe, be kind, and be healthy. And don't eat a bunch of chicken or frog wings.
or legs. That's my suggestion to you. Okay, let's go. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.